Hi, I'm Klesher Pasciente and welcome to Candid with Klesher podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about interracial marriage. Joining me in this episode is one of my best friends, Zana Gawan-Taylor. I met Zana in Australia. She was one of my colleagues at work. She was the commercial operations manager when she left Australia to join her husband in the Philippines, who works as expatriate. Zana is a Muslim Malaysian who married a Catholic Australian guy. They've been together for 22 years now, and they're still getting stronger than ever. So let's welcome Zana. Hello, Zana. How are you? Hi, Kaysia. I am good. Thank you. Oh, oh that's great. So how is it going in the Philippines? Uh, we, yeah. we are actually resuming our life as normal. Everyone just go out and about, but we are following quite strict SOP. Everyone must wear face mask. And if you go to... Uh, like shopping malls and um and our offices, you have to actually use face shield as well as face mask. We just had mm-hmm. a lockdown, and mm. after the lockdown, we are required to wear mask up to the twelfth of July. But people mm-hmm. are complaining. <laughs> people say I can't work with mask, and then yeah. in your yeah, and in the Philippines you have like mask, and at the same time you have the face yes, shield. Yes, yeah. we, we, because like you get used to it because they won't allow you to enter the building if you don't wear them. So you know you just follow the follow the rules. Yeah, true, and it's for our safety, anyways. Thank you, Zana, for this opportunity for me to interview you about the challenges of interracial marriage. And it, I think it's a really good topic to talk about and share with people who also experience the same thing. And also to those people who are planning to get married with other races. So, Ah, well, thank you, Kaysia, for inviting me. I feel honored, actually. Well, I think I can actually talk about it because I survived 22 years. Wow. <laughs> mm. So I can talk about it. If it's like I just passed five years, I'm probably not eligible for it. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. I would start from asking you a question. Where uh-huh. did you meet and how did you meet? I think how it's important. <laughs> it's quite boring. I'm quite a boring person. So I met Peter uh, when I was working Uh, I was doing my uh, executive training, like my graduate training uh, in one of the shipyards in Australia. So th- that shipyard uh, was owned by a Malaysian company. So mm. that Malaysian company sent me over to Australia to do my uh, six-month training. Mm. I was assigned to um, doing uh, accounting, of course, you know, like finance, accounting, and sales and marketing. Um, so one of the tasks that I have to do is uh, help the senior estimator uh, do a costing on the on the ship, right? So yeah, um, hundred meter, fifty meters to hundred meters uh, passenger ferries, and. Mm. Peter was a naval architect in the company. And for me to actually complete my task or do the estimation, 
I had to actually sit with Peter and ask him how the engineering works and you know that that's me it's like yeah. I have to understand the, the mechanics of it before I do anything so you know and then I start asking him lots of question that's how we met in the office wow and it developed <laughs> it developed but I was scared so I ran away <laughs> really <laughs> so you ran away like you mean you went back to Malaysia or you went somewhere else like an, yeah. another company uh, I actually went back to Malaysia I got scared because I knew mm. I knew it's going to be hard and I knew that my family wouldn't like it mm. so I decided to went back to Malaysia Oh, but at that time, you already had that relationship with him. Like you're like boyfriend-girlfriend. Not really. It's sort of like I knew he was actually quite serious. Mm. But I never asked him how serious he, uh, he was. Because I didn't want to know the answer. Because to me, is the answer didn't really matter. Because I've made my decision that um, I, don't want, I didn't want to pursue it any, any further. Oh, mm. so who persisted then? It was well. Him. Um, uh, we both just became good friends. Actually, we became just friends, and we sort of mm. like still keeping in touch. And because I was still in the, we were still working with the same owner. Um, and in the like nineteen nineties, passenger ferries were quite trendy and we would have uh international ex um international conferences so we had mm -hmm. like we had conferences in Fremantle and 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 the next year we had conferences in Singapore so when we had that conferences I went back and attended the conferences and then we met again you know like conferences in Singapore um so yeah we continue uh sort of like being friends but we knew there's more to it. You know, we like each mm. other very much. Yeah. Um. Then, you know, it's sort of like I, 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 I went out with other, other guys and he went out with other girls as well. But somehow we found that it's not as exciting as, you know, the conversation we had together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So when did you know then that that you decided, like, yes, this is it. I'm going to pursue this. Because, you know, before you were scared. Yeah, so when did you feel that, that that you, you're going to pursue it and you have to, of course, you Maybe, know, you, you, okay. you come from different background. Um, yeah. He's um, Australian. You're a Malaysian. Uh, and I'm and not I'm sure with his, with his religion as well. You're a Muslim. Yeah. And, uh, and he, is he a Christian? He's a Catholic. Yes. Yeah, he's a Catholic. Yeah, it's quite mm -hmm. like, you know, those religions, they're very influential as well, yeah. you know, in terms it's just of... like, you know, it's like uh, 900, 900 or 1,000 years ago, we were killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, we were killing each other. So, um, when I came back, so, like, after two years, we just became friends and was sort of, like, still keeping in touch. Then we decided, like, after two years, we think that the relationship actually, you know, 
deserve a chance. We said like I love you, you know, like we love each other, but yes. we said if we want to pursue this relationship further, long distance relationship is not uh, a good uh, what is it? A good environment for us to actually mm. get to know each other. So I decided to actually um, went back to Australia and then continue the relationship. That's a really good thing because you started as best friends, like your best of friends. You know, for two years, you're just like friends. And after that, then you decided to say, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, how, did you how did you find that connection with your differences? Like, you know, because you know you've got a lot of differences, but is it, is it just purely love or there's something else? Well, you know, like in terms of color and religion, we, we are different, but mm-hmm. we are brought up with the same values, same family values and same, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, it's, it's same values and same upbringing. What my parents uh, actually taught me, you know, like the values, the ethics, mm-hmm. the morals, were the same thing that that he got taught. So, you know, I met his parents. Um, I met his family. He hasn't met my family at the time because I didn't mm-hmm. want him to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And I found that we, we, we were quite similar in other ways. Other than, uh, you know, it was just like I grew up in, in a village in Malaysia. Of course, he was, he was growing up in Canberra, which is a village in Australia, right? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a capital city of Australia but it's actually uh-huh. a village in Australia that's quite interesting <laughs> that you know um, coming from different background but you you know you grew up with the same values um, and I think that's one of the misconceptions that other people as well it's because you're a Muslim or he, uh, he's a Christian that you can't mm. grow up with the same values but I think, mm. yes, you can. And um, so how did you introduce him to your family? Because, you know, he's a Catholic and then you're a Muslim. Who is Before, more open? Who is more open? Is his parents or is it your parents who are more open to well, the interracial marriage? Were, yeah, but both parents were not happy, you know. But his parents were a bit more accepting. Uh, mm. but all they wanted to make sure is he knew what he got himself into. He, they wanted him to be really sure of his decision. So mm. they organized uh, him to actually sit with the one of the Pope in Canberra. Oh, really? Yes. To actually, wow. you know, ask all the questions before because but I do before we actually went any further I already set a, a good a, an expectation as to what is a must and what mm. is a, uh you know things that I would like him to do but I can I can let go you know mm. but one mm-hmm. of the must thing is his conversion to to Islam he oh. has to do that. That is a must. That is a mm. it's a no, and uh, it's non-negotiable. Mm. Mm. So did, so did he, he agree? 
he agreed, but he sat with the Pope and he asked lots of questions about Christianity and about Catholic and about, you mm. know, Christianity and Islam and all mm. that. And the Pope, it was for me, you know, for me as a Muslim, I see all the monotheism. It's mm. like Christian, uh, Jews and mm. Islam were actually originally one religion. And it was just politics and it was just, you know, um, yeah. history that, that split uh, the religion into three. You know, yeah. it was the, the Jews first with Moses, right? And then mm. we, we, were, we, we are all children of Abraham. And I always believe in that. And when he saw the Pope, the Pope said the same thing. He said, mm-hmm. we are all one religion. So mm. he believes that too. Um, so, yeah. That's what probably make him okay to convert. Oh, yeah. so and for so his ha- parents, and for his parents, as as long as he he was happy and he was confident about his decision, they will actually accept it. Oh, uh, oh, that's yeah. that's really good. Um, the after of his happiness and correct. Yes. Yeah, it's not about like because other parents can be really, um, yeah. you know, uh, imposing certain things to their children and said no, especially with religion because there's always a, a friction. Yes. Yeah. And then so, for my, pa- my family and my parents, it was just like non negotiable. For them, they mm. see Christian Christianity and Jews are separate. Islam yeah. is different, you know. And if yeah. he, he wants to marry me, he had to convert. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, that's my non-negotiable for my family. And yeah, and so, for me, so how 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 did you introduce him? The first how do time? I introduce him the first time? So, um, I only introduced him after he actually proposed to me. Oh. Huh. So when he proposed to me, and I just go like, oh shit, that means I <laughs> my family. So, <laughs> so when he proposed to you, did you so, accept? Yeah, a lot of people would like when like when they get proposed, they were like crying and happy. I was crying yeah. with fear, and I just go like, oh, I'm gonna tell my parents and family this might not happen. So I had to tell him that in my culture. You can't mm. just propose to me, you know. This mm. proposal, you know, sit on your knees, you know, like you, 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 you know, you get down on your knees, and what? This is yeah. Western culture. My yeah. culture, you have to ask my father's permission to marry me. Mm. So I had to do the cultural introduction. Uh, you know, I've done the the religion introduction first. Then I had to do the cultural introduction. <laughs> this is what happened, you know. You actually have to ask my parents to allow me mm. to allow you to marry me, you know. So I have to do cultural uh, introduction when you come to my house. Please don't wear shorts, you know. You wear proper yeah. trousers and you know mm. things like that. And then my my and I knew my mom really well, and I knew mm. what sort of question she would ask Peter. Right. Mm. So, so you you prepared, prepared you prepared him. <laughs> yes, I prepared a script. If she asks this, 
you answer this. If you uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take a trip just to get him, you know, like but there was um and also um in Malaysia there's a dowry as well. Mm, so if you propose yeah. and it's not me who set the dowry, it's my parents. Oh, Mm. So I, I he I'm had, interested. He, so what was the dowry then? <laughs> oh, the, dow- the dowry is quite interesting, Clasia. It's like uh, <laughs> you know, because I am actually um overseas. Like I graduated from overseas, right, from the UK. Mm. My market rate is higher than than other girls who actually graduated from a local university. Wow. So Pete was prepared for it. <laughs> because I think it was like my mom was calculating the, the return on investment because she put like <laughs> more, more investment for, for you to study, for me to study overseas. So he's, she's trying to go like, what's my return on investment on this program? <laughs> so she's be too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like... um. Mm. The market rate at the time was 10,000 ringgit, which is not much. You know, that's like mm. three and a half thousand dollars, Aussie dollars. Mm. So, but 10,000, but my mom said, you have to pay dowry. My mom actually put double the price. Oh. Uh, I told Peter it was expect 10,000. So I already gave her like market rate, like commercial mm. negotiation, you know, like mm. the market rate is about 10. Then my mom mm. said, it's 20,000. And he was quite like, oh, this is not what Zana said. <laughs> but he, he didn't say that. He goes like, uh, but he gave the, and his answer was what uh, the deciding factor for my parents to allow him to marry me. Mm. His answer was, you know, I really love your daughter. I don't have 10,000, uh, I don't have 20,000 ringgit, but I know she's worth it and I'm willing to borrow money from the bank to actually, you know, um, mm. pay for that. So my mom was actually excited, like not excited, but my mom was saying, okay, that was just a trick question. Oh, so <laughs> so he didn't actually pay the 20,000 no, ringgit. That was a trick question. That is that oh. was mm. So he passed the test. He passed the test. But he oh. passed the test, but I had like one week of grueling session with my family with, with my siblings because I'm like number five in mm. so like I have seven siblings and I'm sort of like the younger ones. I'm the fifth right mm. so i have like four older four older siblings who were like my bosses really mm. so they were going like okay you know like if you want to marry him there are two things that you have to do one is make sure that every childbirth you have it in malaysia and your oh. children so that your children my so that my children will have a malaysian passport mm. so mm. all your children have um, dual citizenship yeah so my 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 oh. children have because my brother was trying to protect me because he said 
but you know he 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 thought you know like when you are in love um everything is beautiful but he was preparing me in case he was like doing risk management for me in mm. case i have a divorce if my children doesn't have malaysian citizenship i can't bring them home wow there's so many like you know your mom is calculating the <laughs> return, return, return my brother and then your brother is calculating the risk manager yes exactly so it was just like 20 years ahead you know like he but i'm glad he actually did you know i'm glad he put yeah. that on me you know yeah. it's, it's something and then he said i have to be married in malaysia so that my marriage certificate is in malaysia so mm. if we get a divorce I have every right. I have all the documents in Malaysia, and mm. my children are in Malaysia. But did you also marry in Australia? Like, do you have two yes. weddings? Uh, yeah. Normally, you have one wedding, right? So it was yeah. just like a combine between the bride and the bridegroom. But I mm. had two weddings. I told my mother at the time, "You can do anything you want with my wedding. There's one thing you can't do." is to choose mm. who i marry. Mm. So she did everything. I wasn't like I wasn't really into that wedding because it was quite a uh tiring thing, you know, like my my family wasn't really happy me marrying Peter although they allow me to marry Pete, but it mm. wasn't really a celebration, you know? Mm. No, yeah. so it wasn't really a celebration, but because when we had the malaysian wedding was in the village because i'm marrying a, a foreigner i'm marrying a white man the whole mm. village came to my wedding really so, so how many had, how many guests did, did you have i had 2500 <gasps> over guests oh my god yes really huh and in wow. malaysia in malaysia when you come to a wedding you know like in western wedding you have Uh, wedding present registry at Maya or at David mm. Jones, right? And then you have a yes. list, and then you choose. In Malaysia, you give money, you give cash. Mm. Uh, oh. You put it in an envelope. You like it's mm-hmm. an envelope, and then when you say goodbye, uh, you actually when you shake hands, you 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 give that envelope to the host. Oh, yeah. And I actually get, you know. On my wedding, because there were so many people came to my wedding, I actually made money on my wedding. <laughs> For sure, because you have more than two thousand guests. Yes, I mean the money I got is actually more than the money I spent on the wedding. So I actually made money on my wedding. Wow. But yeah, wow. but it, I gave it all to my mom. You know, I just like yeah, do whatever. Yeah. You Yeah, but that, so after after the wedding, you moved to Australia. After the wedding, we had because Peter has only two siblings, you know, like, mm. and he's the youngest one, and um, uh, his parents hasn't had any wedding before. But when when I was at the wedding in Malaysia, Pete's parents came, and that made a lot of difference for my family, you know, mm. Pete's parents and Pete's friends came mm. to my wedding in Malaysia. My mom was really, you know, just love my in-laws at the time. Mm. They love, mm. yeah, like 
although my mom's English wasn't very good, but mm. somehow they speak with each other. I don't know, but I think they use sign language or whatever, but they, they have good connection. Yeah, so anyway, it happened. Yeah. It happened to me as well <laughs> when mm. I visited my in-laws because they speak a different dialect, so I can't speak the dialect. So I just like keep smiling and mm. and yeah, and they think that I'm really nice because I always smile because I don't <laughs> understand. So I <laughs> I do is just smile. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then we had the wedding when we had the wedding we had the wedding in Perth for our friends that work with you know like because we work in the same company right so we had yeah. the uh, office mates and then uh, uh, and then we I uh, I had my mother and my eldest brother and my cousins oh so they the attended wedding. as well yeah they attended oh, they that, came wow that's that's mm. really nice yeah mm. it's it's kind of like showing respect you know mm, to yeah. each other because um Pete's parents came over and then they also came over so that's mm. really good yeah yeah so so talking about raising kids how mm. do you then discuss in your family or to your kids that mm. they are biracial and they're different from other kids like mm, yeah. is it an issue is it an issue in 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 the family before we actually got married Clasia we knew mm. that it's not going to be easy marriage like anybody else's right yeah we went to a few marriage so we we went to a few marriage counseling course we mm. learn about uh communication we learn about you know like knowing your spouse better or knowing your partner better or something like that with relationship australia they run relationship mm. courses so we make sure that we went into those courses and get the counseling before we actually got married just oh, to make sure yeah just to be sure to be sure that i'm actually making the right decision that mm. this is not just love yeah mm. that's i think that's uh, that was really good so then you have more understanding yes. you know, of your differences and you mm. can work around it. Mm. And then when we have a fight, we sort of like went back to the tools that we were taught, you know, like how to communicate and go say, let's go back to, you know, what we got taught before in the in, in the in the relationship course and say, you know, you go back and say, like, what are the things sometimes we communicate but we're not really talking, you know, like mm. um mm. and then we went back to like the the uh, course and it was about uh, you know all the questions that we ask each other in terms of like what what is it that you you know that make you upset or things like that mm-hmm. um, and then we also have we made our own agreement on when you talk when you ask about raising kids right so yeah. we before we had the kids we made an agreement that one the kids will be raised as Muslim. Oh. Yes. Did, did he agree with that? Yes, he agreed with that. Oh. Uh, he said, the kids will be raised as Muslim and they will be known as Muslim and they will be exposed to, uh, you know, as a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Right? So 
we've agreed to that because I think that is really really important when you have uh interreligious marriage. Yeah, yeah, you need to agree on just one you religion. You need to agree just one because that yeah. the kids get confused if you don't have any. I I've, I've experienced that even in our in in my family because my mm-hmm. my dad is a Protestant and my mom is a mm-hmm. Catholic. So uh-huh. we have to decide which religion we're going to practice because although they're similar, but they're different. They're different. Mm. Yeah, mm. they're different. So, um, and how much more with, you know, m- between Muslims and, and Catholic? There's a big mm. difference there. Yes, yeah. yeah. Big gap yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, um, that's so, one. Second is if we ever get divorced. Mm-hmm. We we agreed that we're not taking the children away from each other. We're not going to fight over the children. Mm-hmm. The both of us will stay in the same, not the same house, but same area or same place. You know, like uh, yeah. so that the children can um, see both parents. Well, so you did this um, before you married Pete, or yes. that was after the marriage but before we had children mm. Mm. wow that's really good so what about the culture because like for example uh, maybe as far as I know Muslims they, they don't allow dogs in the house but mm. Australians like you know they love dogs so how do you mm-hmm. like kind of like okay this one I will allow this is not mm. a Muslim thing yeah. and this oh. is a Christian thing yeah. so, so how do you have that um, agreement. The agreement, okay. So, for example, let's say the really, um, that's stated in the Quran, that's very clear. For for example, mm-hmm. uh, we can't eat pork or ham or, you know, mm-hmm. anything related mm-hmm. to it. That one is the whole family don't do it. So, the kids, mm-hmm. my kids, like we brought, like I brought them up as to like, we don't eat pork or ham. Mm-hmm. Or, and Peter, Peter's, uh, stop uh, eating ham and stuff when he mm. converted as well. Mm. Um, mm. When it gets to, you know, like there are, for me, it's more about the morals rather than yeah. the, the practice. You, you know mm. what I mean? Like rather than yeah. the, the the detail, i rather mm. uh, for them to actually have high morals, like how you treat an adult, how you respect mm. adult, how you treat other person, Especially mm. the poor, you know, like mm. and Islam is all about being being generous in respectful. helping, uh, being he- respectful and also always look for uh, orphans. Always look, mm. you know, like care for orphans, care for mm. the poor people. And for mm. me, it was just like those sort of things I emphasize. Mm. Mm. But like the other things, which when the religion is um, not clear. For example, you you raise about you know like ra- having dogs at home. Mm-hmm. There isn't in the Quran that says dogs uh not mm-hmm. you know not allowed. So for me mm-hmm. that is um I I can get a, like I I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because it's not stated in the Quran. In fact, in one of the uh, chapter in the Quran is there's this four guys who are in the cave and was protected by dogs by mm. a dog who actually so mm. it was it's mentioned in the quran as 
not as um, things that you need to what is it need to avoid like pig and ham but it, mm-hmm. it's a you know it's a security uh, thing it was just a respected animal so yeah um, and I, I think more of a culture yeah and I think that is the common ground as well between Christianity and Muslims like back um, the older people look after the poor the unfortunate ones mm, and yes. yeah and I think um, that is really important as well for having mm. that um, understanding yeah and it, the, and the life, teachings. correct and life is yeah. about living in a community not this you know like the the western philosophy is about me 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 you know do what yeah. makes you happy you know mm. do what you like you know like it's mm. not really you know you can't do what makes you happy because what you do actually affects other people you have to make to do something that makes you and other people happy as well yeah you know? yeah mm. it's not just yeah. all this self-centered philosophy <laughs> mm. it's not just about yeah. you yeah yeah yeah. So in terms of like um other people, you know, because sometimes people or not just sometimes, but you know, when you go people. out and you look differently and you know you're you're an Asian race and he's tall and white and you know you're an average <laughs> like how do you deal I'm with people average. being judgmental? <laughs> well, it's, I'm not sure whether this is something. This is a, an interesting place here. It's an interesting question because I'm not sure whether it was self-imposed. It's something mm. that I have in my, you know, like in my brain, or mm. is it really? Is it really, really? Other people look at me that way. So I, I always feel that when a foreigner see me with Peter, right, they will mm. see me because I'm Asian, and then I'm mm. sort of like. They will see me as ah, he picked this girl up in Bali in a pub mm. or in a bar mm. somewhere. That mm. has always been my inferiority. It's my complex. Mm. It's always been mm. my complex. Um. Uh. But it. But again, you know, like, is it the complex? Is it just in my brain? I put that in my brain, or is it really people out there think like that? But, you know, when I actually met some people, uh, mm-hmm. some people don't. Uh, some people just, like, not that judgmental. But you do have a few people who, who felt that they don't, when, you know, people who, they, they didn't talk to me. They just speak to Peter. They didn't know that I could actually speak English. They didn't know that I actually, you know, like, I have good, academic qualification and things like that because they mm. were assuming that Peter just found me at a bar in Bali. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, that's interesting um, mm. because sometimes you think like, oh, they think about this, this but maybe it, it's just in your brain. People yeah. might not actually think about it. Yeah. But I think in general as well, um, people are more open. Um, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like if you are in uh, Perth, for example, right? If you are in the mm. city, people are a bit more modern in their thinking. But if you mm. go into the villages or, you know, like you go up north to mm. uh, Karakada or whatever, like they might actually think like that, you know? Yeah. Because 
when they only have been to Bali and they saw what mm. happened in Bali and they thought mm. it's I'm one of them so but sometimes I have to tell myself when I meet people and just go like take that rubbish out of your brain because mm. it's you who think like that but not them yeah yeah and I think because of the experience that you had maybe or we have as Asian and mm. we always I, I don't know maybe the white people everywhere they go even to the country where you know like Africa or in the Asian country people think that the white are still privileged yes and, they, yeah. and like even even in our own race and it's it's already um we're taught maybe to mm. do that to think yeah to this, think this about white people are more privileged than us and mm. that's why yeah. they feel privileged you know yeah i think so like i think there's some people like you know there's still some prejudice out there you know whether they yeah. say you know like we are not racist we accept all but there's prejudice out there i know that because you know like I do feel that when I apply for jobs in Australia. I'm sure you do yeah. too. Yeah, mm. yeah, true. My disadvantage would be, you know, when we go for an interview, because English mm. is like our second language, you know, like my second mm. language. And if mm. there's another candidate who can speak fluently and can use idioms and then you can, they can explain things better, of course, I'm at disadvantage. But if you mm. give me the work itself, I could do mm. better than that guy. Another question, if that's okay with you. <laughs> of course, go ahead. Go ahead. So now that you're in the in your 20 more than years, how many years? Mm. 22 years? Um, yeah. Is there any more challenges about your differences, you know, in terms of your culture, your race, and things like that? Because you've been living together already for more than 20 years. Do you still mm. have from time to time experience um, some kind of disagreement because um, this is how you practice in your culture and and Peter does it in a different way. Do you still experience that after uh, 22 yes, years of, of marriage? Course, yeah, of course, because I don't know whether Peter is a slow learner or... It's... <laughs> <laughs> it was much more challenging when the kids were growing up. Although we have, you know, like, although we have that agreement and all that, when when mm. things happen and, you know, like, oh, you know, like, they should be raised, you know, that they can't, especially teenagers, you know, like, they want to go out with friends to go to the club mm. and drink mm. and, like, no, we can't, like, they can't do that, you know. So, but, and I also had, not just as a couple, but as a mother as well, mm. you know, I have mm. conflicting, um, what is it? parenting you know like conflict for peter that is okay but you know like for peter certain thing is okay uh, mm. his parenting style but for certain things my parenting style is not okay so we normally have that arguments about the different parenting style yeah you know, especially mm. yeah especially the kids grow up in australia and they're yes. exposed to the western the Western world and like what you've mentioned about partying, drinking, yeah. and and if you don't allow them, mm. it's kind of like they're different from the others. So, mm. so how do you then uh, explain it to them that this is I who you are? And I don't stop them. I just mm. go like, if you want to do it, you better do it responsibly. 
Because if mm. you don't, you will end up in the street and you're going to, you know, people are going to spike your drink and you will end up somewhere that you don't know. You don't know. And if you, mm. you know, like, so I just like, and I I said what, you know, like as a Muslim, you can't. But, mm. you know, this is your one thing for me. Religion is about uh, their relationship with God. Mm. So I don't, I tell them what it should be, what it is. But in terms of the, their relationship with God, it's something that mm. I cannot force. They mm. have to find it within themselves. So it's yes. the same thing with, let's say, the religion said you can't do this, right? And mm. for me, it's, you don't do it not because of the religion. You mm. don't do it because you respect God. Mm. You know, mm. because you, 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 you know, God says you can't. Not because yeah. I say so or something like that. So I said, if you want to do it, I can't stop you. Even if I say no and you want to do it, you will do it behind me. But, you know, like, I, I don't like it. If you do it in front of me, if you want to do it, like, don't make it so obvious because you know I don't like it. But if you want yeah. to do it, that is up to you. Yeah, uh, but, but uh, the good thing with my children so far, right? Like drinking is not their thing. You know, they mm. don't mind. Yeah. Mm. Then, mm. Oh, that's 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 really good, and mm. and also the advantage of that is it's better for you to know than you don't know, and then you just get surprised. Because you're yes. telling them not to do it, and then mm. behind your back they're doing it, and then surprisingly it was like, oh, you've heard this and you've heard that, and you get so mad. <laughs> and then you know about teenagers, right? The more you yeah. stop them, the more they want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so you know, and then school, like I use that psychology and go say, I'm not encouraging it. You know, I'm not encouraging mm. it, but uh, you know, you can't actually do it. But if you want to do it, that's between you and God. Mm-hmm. But Peter is also on the, Peter, the same Peter approach the same. because we we agreed that, and I like you know um, we've agreed that the kids are brought up as a Muslim. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's fine mm-hmm. with that. But we do have some clashes on you know like certain things about dating, for example. You know, for me, it's like no, they have to come home by six o'clock. It's like mm-hmm. what? Six o'clock? <laughs> yeah, now you know, like those sort of things. We do have arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But we always make sure when we have that arguments, when we have different views, we don't do it in front of the children. But we always do it uh, together. We agree on what or what not, but not in front of the kids. Then when we actually uh, agree on something, then we actually go to them and say, this is yeah, you can or no, you can't. But never mm. say, we never go yes from me and no from dad. It's always oh, that, um, consensus. Yeah. 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 And and mm. that is really good for the kids as well because they kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, mom always says yes. Dad always mm-hmm. says no. So I'll go to mom. <laughs> yeah. So they can't play because they know like we, we're sort of like, no, mom would know anyway. So yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So w- what about food? Like, you know, who who usually cook? Is it you or Pete? Pete doesn't know where the spoon is in the kitchen. <laughs> he has to adapt like eating Malaysian food. <laughs> ah, yes. And too bad, you know, like after 20 years, he goes like, 
this is too spicy. And it goes like, too bad. <laughs> my children, my children can actually stand the spiciness, you know, mm. and they, they love spicy food. But Peter, he's better now than he, he ever was before. But still, not my spicy spice level. Mm. But, he, that, but he, that, um... he, he doesn't know what's in the fridge. He doesn't know, like he doesn't cook. Ex- the only thing he cooks is his steak, barbecue. That's all. <laughs> and for me, in Australia, that's a man's job. Like, you know, doing barbecue. Yes. That's men's job. Yeah, they're good. They're good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like Aussie barbecue. That's the men's job. I don't go there. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh! Talking about the spicy food that reminds me of you. Every time I see spicy food, and I always like imagine like, oh, Zana, it's already spicy, and you still put more <laughs> put chili in chili. it, and I feel like, how can you spicy. eat that? What do you mean spicy? I don't taste anything. Yeah. <laughs> What about mm. traditions? Like, you know, um, you have this fasting as well, like for the whole month. This, mm. yeah, yeah. So for so Ramadan, it, yeah, Ramadan. Yeah, so that's that's Ramadan, it. So, um, do your try. family do it as well? Uh, yes, yes, they do. Mm. Mm. But including not, the kids, know, like, including the kids. But they're not. They don't do it like thirty days. All well, I want is for them to try their best. Try it. Yeah, and I think, mm. you know, the learning from this conversation for me, as I listen mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. is number one, it's really important that you set boundaries. And this is my rule. This is the non-negotiable. So when you got married and have kids and you've agreed that they will be raised as Muslims, it's help with managing, you know, the, the differences. That's one of the important factor, right? Do you think? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. And also, like, it doesn't matter. And, and the other thing too is really, it doesn't matter what religion or uh, what color, you know, what race, interracial mm. or thing. It was about your values. Do you yeah. value the same thing? You know, like how you treat people, we treat people the same irrespective of their socioeconomic, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was just about that person. You know, if we like mm. that person, it's because it's that person, not because if they are rich or whether they are, you know, they have influence or, be- mm. or whether they have high position in a company. No, we mm. uh, we both uh, have that same value. Yeah, so the non-negotiables mm. and then the values. The and of course, I think the most important is love. <laughs> love, because with love, you willing to forgive? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Love, because... love always wins. So any mm-hmm. challenges you encounter, if there is love, it always wins. <laughs> yeah. Love is generous. You know, yes. like you have mm. for you to love someone, you have to be generous, and it's unconditional. You know yes. that you give, but you don't expect anything back. It could, because as soon as you expect something, you will have an argument because mm. you feel like I give. What, what are you going to give back to me, you know? Mm, mm. Mm. And and also, you started as friends, like best of friends. Yes. And you, you've established mm-hmm. that relationships and you have like a, a two-way communication because you're telling him that 
you know, even just introducing him to your family, you're already teaching him all these things. So then it becomes seamless, you know, just the introduction and things like that. Mm -hmm. He knows what to do. So mm -hmm. I think that's one, another important thing to note for those people who listen to us that are planning to get married with, yeah. <laughs> with another it, race. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. you have to be friends. You have to. Yeah. And, and Peter is my best friend, really. Mm. I, you know, like I can... I can be myself. I can talk to him. That's another thing that I, why I chose him is because he's quite mentally stimulating for me. I can talk about everything, you know, I can talk about politics, economics and all that. But when, of course, when he starts talking about engineering, I fall asleep. It <laughs> <laughs> is really boring, please, dear. That's seriously boring. <laughs> Right, okay. Um, I think we're gonna end this conversation with okay. yeah, with four learnings. But before I do that, any message to my listeners? Be generous in everything. Money, love, time. Just be mm. generous with it. And yeah. give it and give it unconditionally. Mm. Well, thank you so much. So we've learned something from you. <laughs> so I'm, still learning, you please, yeah? I'm still learning. Yeah, well, every day we're learning. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hopefully we can visit you in the Philippines one day. Yes, so I can introduce your country to you. <laughs> <laughs> because you think I've forgotten my country yes. already. <laughs> But, yes, we've forgotten your country already. So I'm going to show it to you. Oh, my God. What can we do with this COVID? I've been wanting to go back to Philippines to visit my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, okay, Zana. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to listen more, please follow my podcast, Candid with Glacier. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time. Bye.